I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychax, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is how to be wise. So this is a question that has come up repeatedly, not only in the comments on this channel, but in individual consultations as well. People have expressed their curiosity as to how it is I've learned the things that I talk about on this channel. I certainly didn't learn them from a book, let alone grad school. And I usually respond that to the extent that I am wise, I am wise through pain and insight. That's the secret recipe for wisdom, pain plus insight. Some people think that wisdom is simply the result of experience or age, and that is certainly not true. The world is full of old fools. That might feel disrespectful, but simply not dying does not automatically confer wisdom nor does having a variety of experiences. Many people pass through their lives more or less on autopilot. Their various experiences don't register any more deeply than a factual memory. By the same token, simply experiencing pain is generally not sufficient to generate wisdom either. Here's why. While everyone experiences pain, most people have an incorrect attitude towards it. Pain is the gift that nobody wants. Pain is your greatest teacher in life. Pain is the universe giving you feedback that you need to pay attention to a particular aspect of your life because pain is a signal that your model of reality is incorrect. And pain is your opportunity to bring that model into closer conformity with the way things really are. If you can alter your relationship with pain, you will accelerate your self-development 100-fold. So, What prevents people from using the opportunity inherent in pain? Well, there are many potential obstructions, but three principal ones. The first principal obstruction is that some people are so stubborn or arrogant or ideologically possessed that they double down on their incorrect version of reality. They continue to believe that they're right despite their pain. They hold on to the belief that the way they think things should be is how reality should, in fact, operate. They chide reality for deviating from their models rather than hold their models accountable for deviating from reality. Pain is reality chiding you from having a deviant model. Do you understand? So arrogance and ideological possession can prevent people from entering into this opportunity. The second principal obstruction is that some people just see pain as something to bear. Now, there is a time and a place to grit your teeth and carry your cross and tolerate the pain of existence. But if you simply tolerate pain, if you simply bear it, then you might not cultivate any curiosity about why you may be in pain to begin with. You just kind of think of it as a burden you need to carry for as long as you have to. And so the pain is sort of a wasted opportunity. What I've discovered is that a great deal of the pain that exists on this planet is due to the fact that people don't know why they're in pain. There is a saying that ignorance is bliss. No, it's not. A crying baby is not blissful. Most people are suffering because like the infant, they don't know why they're suffering. If they knew why they were suffering, not only would they quickly and significantly reduce their suffering, but they could also potentially generate meaning and cultivate wisdom as well. And the third principal obstruction is that many people just simply try to avoid the pain entirely. This is, of course, understandable. 
Pain is an unpleasant or even an excruciating emotion. The issue is that when people try to avoid the pain, either with drugs and alcohol or with hedonic pleasure or with social media and video games or with sex and excitement or with money and career, all of these are forms of anesthesia offered by your culture. People also avoid the lesson inherent in the pain. And the thing about anesthesia is that it doesn't eliminate suffering. Just like in a surgery, even if you're anesthetized, your body still suffers. Your body is still traumatized. Anesthesia doesn't really make the pain go away. It just sort of cuts your consciousness off from your actual embodied experience, which is actually kind of crazy making. And that's why people who anesthetize themselves for years tend to go a little nutty. They've cut themselves off from their embodied experience for so long. If they were to remove the anesthesia, not only would they have to deal with the flood of accumulated pain, which could be overwhelming, but what they'd have to deal with the fact that they haven't learned how to trust, let alone make sense of, their embodied experience. And if you can't trust your own experience, what can you trust? Authority? Science? Religion? Nothing? I wonder what the world would look like if billions of people couldn't trust their own common sense. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You can also hit the thanks button. It's just underneath the video that you're watching and tip me in proportion to the value you feel you've derived from this message because it's support from people like you that make all this happen. I couldn't do it without you and I really appreciate your support. Thank you. So, what's the alternative? I'd like you to consider that pain is an opportunity to cultivate wisdom. Why? Because pain is essentially feedback from the universe that your mental model is not in line with reality. It's information that you're bumping up against something, that you're straying from the truth, that you don't quite understand things perfectly yet. Pain is painful by design, in order to attract your attention. And that attention should stimulate curiosity. Why am I in pain? What decisions did I make that preceded this experience of suffering? What were the cognitive, emotional, and behavioral antecedents that led me to this point in my life? This curiosity should look very closely and without judgment at the various factors that led to the experience of pain. This is the opportunity to generate insight. Like the practice of looking at yourself closely and without judgment is insight. And the more you practice insight, the more insightful you get. And with insight comes a host of good things. Once you clarify the chain of events that led to the experience of pain, not only should that understanding reduce your experience of suffering now, but it should allow you to make better decisions to avoid unnecessary suffering in the future. Furthermore, you can kind of operate under the assumption that you're not all that different from every other person on the planet. And so, through careful observation of your own experience, you can kind of reverse engineer every other person on the planet. You may not be able to get it exactly right, but with sufficient practice, you'll be able to get pretty close. And this is really important because, for better or for worse, other people are a black box to us. Even if we were to cut them open, we wouldn't really find anything of use to us there. You know what I'm saying? 
the experience of their thoughts, emotions, and consciousness is irreducibly inaccessible to us. We can't ever truly know the inner workings of another person, but we can potentially know our own inner workings very clearly and very deeply. And this self-knowledge is the most reliable pathway to other knowledge, as well as to empathy, kindness, and compassion that I'm aware of. The self-knowledge born of accurate insight allows for better relationships and a higher degree of effectiveness, whatever your goals happen to be. This is because accurate insight should lead to a reduction in pain, which is a sign that your mental models are increasingly coming into alignment with reality. This allows you to act with effortless effectiveness, which is the most reliable signal of wisdom that I'm aware of. It's a kind of life mastery. The seed of wisdom is curiosity about your pain, and it is cultivated through the increasingly masterful application of insight. And this process can be accelerated by swallowing your pride. This is because the assumptions required for curiosity, maybe my model of reality is incorrect. Maybe I've contributed to my own suffering. Maybe I don't know what I don't know. All of these assumptions require a lot of humility. The humility to admit, at least to yourself, that you don't know everything and that you're not perfect, and that some people might even know more than you or might be a little further along the path than you. These people needn't be threats. They could be mentors. They could be like big brothers or big sisters, folks who, while certainly imperfect, might be a little further down the road. And so you see, when people ask me how I know the things I know, I usually respond because of pain. I've been in a lot of pain and in a lot of different flavors of pain. And my own selfish desire to escape that pain has led me over the years to cultivate insight to a very refined degree, which may have produced some degree of wisdom. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As usual, thank you for listening.